So, 7 o'clock p.m. Thursday, July 11th, episode number 11. On July 11th. Why not? How symbolic. Oh, we're from Utah. We planned that. We totally did. Not. Uh, As always, I'm Freddie. And I'm Tanner. Welcome, everybody. Real quick, I just want to shout out to everybody. All all of our old followers and our new followers and the people listening to us on their downtime and so forth and so forth. Uh, Real quick shout out to the Tiberius, a.k.a. my boy Ty, for dropping this this new track on SoundCloud uh, called Backburner. Uh, Check them out, everybody, on SoundCloud. We'll, We'll share the link and get you guys on that page so you guys can check them out. Uh, he's got an EP set to drop, uh, I think he, I believe he said at the end of the month, so keep an eye on that. Again, it's the boy Tiberius, check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, we listened to his music, we were just listening to it a minute ago, what do you think, Tanner? Yeah, it's good for, uh, for like, for starting out, yeah, for sure. He's got the rhythm, he's got the tempo, he's got the flow, it's yeah, nice. Yeah, exactly. The, the instrumental's hard. Yeah, I really liked that. No, and it's all well produced. Yeah, shout out to whoever put that together. Sounds great. No, it sounds really good. So it's, yeah, it's, but like, I just hope you can just see the potential though. Yeah. Yeah. So so. hopes, hopes to get better. And I think, you know, as long as you keep doing that same path, you will. So keep going down that. Stick with it. Yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll we'll promo the hell out of you. (laughs) We'll shout you out. He lives in St. George. He lives here. Oh, he lives here. Yeah, he works at T-Mobile. He works, uh. Oh, damn. Yeah. So check him out. Whatever, whatever you, whatever wow. groupies do, I don't know. <laughs> I know there's, we'll get you some groupies, homie. It's tough to make it in the hip hop game, and let alone in Utah, right? Let alone Cedar. Yeah, dude, we'll put you out there, man. We'll push you. Yeah. Um, there's another, also a, a band called uh, Nevermind. I kind of talked to them over the show about them um, on a previous episode. It's NBM, um, but they're Nevermind. NPM. I don't think they care. The formal they told me they didn't really care. They they say they say both of them. Um, Nivum. Nivum. Could that be it, guys? Nivum. Nivum. I'm gonna call you Nivum. Uh, but they're based out of St. George. Uh, they just dropped a single. Uh, it's called Glimmer of Doubt. It's a great, great song. I actually really enjoyed it. I, I like that. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like that. They sound a lot like um, who did I say something? Like Turnover. Yeah, they Turnover a lot. Sure. God damn. Is that for us? Y'all heard that, right? God. Fucking neighbors, man. <laughs> fucking neighbors. Um, well, again, episode number 11. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, a lot of shit went down, man, especially in the world of sports. As always. Dude, crazy. So, I swear to God, the past six years, maybe, maybe less, I don't think I've ever seen the free transfer market, like, blow up the way that it has this year. I heard one of my buddies, he's like, it's not called free agency, it's called business. Yeah. Business moves, man. Business moves is what's yeah. going on. And it's just like, I feel like that's really shining now. Yeah. yeah. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the NBA. So um, yeah, the, yeah. they got their, uh, it's, it's their off season. So a lot of the uh, big ticket free agents are looking for homes. And uh, a lot of them gone homes. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably the one that sits with me the the most, like, like kind of irks me a little bit, is the fact that we one didn't pursue D'Angelo Russell, and I say we as in the Lakers, or uh, 
we, could, we couldn't sway Kawhi Leonard. I just don't see Kawhi Leonard wanting to play with LeBron James. I can't either, but I wanted Ever. it. I wanted Ever. it. Like hearing that, he, you know, the supposed rumors that Kawhi was trying to recruit Kevin Durant. Like even that threw me off. I'm like, why is Kawhi even recruiting? Like I feel like he just wants to, he can do it he all. He just wants to win. I just think it'd be cool if he just went around to teams that like never make it to the finals. Yeah. Or and then have never won and then just come out and make it and win it. And then just go and do it to another city. Somebody said that he was the Thanos of the NBA bringing balance. So, you can, so the plan was, you know, win in Toronto, but start the chain that would lead to Kevin Durant going to the East and Kyrie going to Brooklyn. Yeah. To where it would give picks to teams like Miami, Philadelphia, who was already pretty well established, and whatever, you know, just kind of bring balance rather than the West just being so just stacked. Stacked. Exactly. The West has always been. And it'll always stay stacked. Like once you're just on that level. Yeah. It's really like some some do fall and crumble, and you can see it with the Suns. Yeah, the, the great Suns you of two thousand like, like five. You, you know, the Suns were a really good team back in the day. Like, well, not even that far. You know, like, no, dude, a lot of those players are still around. around. You know, Denver was up for a while. Now they're back up again, but they had a long slump. Utah's always Utah. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, years. you know, we brought this up before. Sacramento Kings back in the day, they had that great team that we thought, you know, I really liked. They, they were competitive and everything. San Antonio, San Antonio yeah. Houston, Houston's bouncing back and forth and everything like that. The Thunder, like dude, like I've just named the the, the, the entire like top the competitive. Yeah, I mean, you can even throw in Timberwolves with Minnesota, like. I haven't even brought up the Warriors yet either, which are the now, you know, the new leaders of everything. So the West, I feel, has just always just been stacked. Portland's always been good, too. Yeah, exactly. See, I forgot about Portland. And, and now they are they seem a lot stronger now that they have a, a, a big man who can play the post. Yeah. And, and really, you can really rely on them in Hassan Whiteside. You know, like, that was a big move. So, well, But he didn't do that well with Miami last year. That's why they kind of got rid of him. Right. But I think it's a, a. I think it'll be a good move. Oh, and they got rid of Curry. Curry's with the the other Curry. He's with the Mavericks now. Oh shit! Oh, he went back because he he played for him before. Oh, did he? I, I'm pretty oh. sure. So, yeah, like. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah a lot of moving, but like, yeah, no. Kawhi Leonard's now an LA Clipper. Got Paul George, trade went yep. through, and Paul George is now there. And I guess from what I've been hearing, it's like the Thunder got seven first round picks basically for him. Yep. And then. Just, just like when I was walking in, Alfredo broke the news that just happened of Russell Westbrook going to Houston. Going to Houston, yep. which I saw a source that that was a possibility, but I'm just like that. I, I would. I was expecting off. him to go to Miami, but I mean, Jimmy Butler. At the same time, he was teammates with Harden before. I forget about that, and like he, but I just I don't know like if there would be. I feel like headbutting like there okay. with those two. I don't think that was a very good move because of that reason. They're so ball dominant, James Harden and Russell Westbrook. For like, real. They need the ball. For real. You know, if, if out of 48 minutes, they need it. They need the ball 45, five of those minutes. But who knows? If Harden gets hurt. He'll, you know, the one can steal the show over the other. That's that's where they do gain. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're kind of just doing what the Warriors do. You know, they have enough. 
star power on there that any one of them can carry the team on a given night. For real. But it's just, you think, it's just like, it's always going to be with like some teams that's like, oh, look at these three players yeah. all on the same team and look how great they're going to be. But it almost never works but out. But it doesn't way. work out. But it, it's like a, like a thing, like it's got to build with from then yeah. and be there for a few years. Because then you look at, you know, it's like Steph and Clay. Yeah. That's like a Russell Westbrook, James Harden combo you can already but it actually compare worked. to. But it's been working. Yeah. And I, it's just like you can kind of see like Steph's not hitting it. He's like, fine, give it to Clay. Yeah. Clay can start going off hard. Like they kind of can feed off of each other. Well, I feel like maybe with James Harden and Westbrook's like, they were so used to being like, no, nah, I can get it. No, nah, I can get it. Like, I mean, what did Harden go this year? I had him on fantasy. I think he went, at one point, he was like 0 for 26, 0 for 27 from like over a span of two to three games from the three-point range. I mean, probably go on slumps like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Like, I mean, and, and they happen so often with him. And he, But he keeps doing it. Like, But he keeps doing it. Yeah, that's how it's... But now at least you have Russell Westbrook who can... But he had Chris Paul. And he had Chris Paul, who was like the assist man, but... I feel like Russell Westbrook is just going to do the same thing Chris Paul did, but like for 48 minutes because yeah. he doesn't stall. It's true, and maybe because they were teammates back in the day, that that can help. Yeah, like there won't the, be so much chemistry. conflict, stigma. Yeah, the chemistry can work a lot better. They know to be like, all right, like we got to find our old route. Like what worked for us too back in the day. Right. What got us see to the final? And see if that works. I mean, right, you know, Kate, because Kevin Durant back then was a KD. Right. That we know now. Yeah. You know, playing on the whole. But like, but like one of the podcaster guys was like, what, like, because they were like, where do you think? Because they were like, Westbrook's out of there. Mm-hmm. And they were thinking Miami as well. And that was the source. But like, one of the guys was like, why can't he just, like, why are all these guys going back to LA? Like, why can't he, dude? He put up a 2020 for Nipsey Hustle. Yeah. I was like, isn't that the most Southern he, California thing you've ever fucking he heard? He went to UCLA. Yeah. Like, like, it was in it was in the cards. Everybody yeah, was just. So, but then it was like, dude, like both Lakers and Clippers have nothing to give now. Yeah. No, nothing. They, you know, Lakers getting Anthony Davis, the Clippers getting Kawhi and Paul George, and we got DeMarcus Cousins. And you have DeMarcus Cousins, but he's on lately. It's just like that's like that one year offers is all he seems to be getting. And that he's been getting hurt. Like he had the Achilles tear, and then he had his quad tear in the playoffs this year. So it's just he he's he's gonna be on those one or two contracts until he can prove that he can play. For the I don't, whole season, but at the same time, I think season. he's just trying to. I think he's ring chasing, which is fine. Yeah, like, I'm not putting him down or anything like that. I understand that. And you're also playing with your old college teammate, an AD. So, which which that is cool to me because they've always wanted to play together. And they got to it with the Pelicans, but yeah. then it, it just kind of imploded because, yeah. The the one cool thing is that we kept Rajon Rondo. I am still. Oh, yeah, you that. still have Rondo. I still love that, but. I also heard LeBron's your starting point guard. Yep, he's going to be a... Uh, so it's LeBron, Kuzman. Yeah, um, and Anthony Davis. Anthony DeMarcus Davis Cousins. is going to be four. DeMarcus Cousins is going to be five. So who's the three? Is it that white guy? What's that guy's I name? I can't think of his name. But the guy that like, supposedly showed up for like three the games. And, yeah, like, everyone was like, <laughs> whoa. Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> Jordan. Switch. 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 <laughs> yeah, like it's... Uh, yeah, I can't think of who, you know. Uh, no, I well, I don't know what the Lakers are doing. I'm just I'm just putting all my faith in LeBron. It makes sense because I've heard some like some people say that like the point guard is like the quarterback mm-hmm. for basketball, basically. Which, which you LeBron, kind of you know get the play, 
yeah. you get to choose what goes on and everything, tell, you know, point, do the thing, you know, all that, and it, and that's right up LeBron's alley. That is why I think I'm just, or not why I think, why I am just putting all of my, like, trust in LeBron. Like, whatever, man. Like, you came on well, this team, you took over, you got rid of who you wanted to get rid of, you're the starting point guard now? Yes. Sir. So here's another thing, like, um, he's number six again with the, yeah. with the band, the, the Kung headband. Fu bandana. Um, those things are cool. Those yeah, things are what cool. was I going to say about LeBron? That he's, uh, like playing the point, like okay, like I haven't really watched LeBron play that much, but like there's been times where it probably throws off an offense when he's the one bringing up the ball because he's the three or the four at times when he's playing with Cleveland or yeah. LA, you know what I mean? And it he didn't have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh to help out he's, with when he could be a point guard. These guys know what to do, so it's like I could see as like a the guy that's usually a point guard being like, dude, like what the fuck do you want me to do now? Right. Like, like oh, I got to do this, but like. That creates a huge mismatch too. Yeah, like, it does. He's he's gonna tower over a lot of point guards, so then you're gonna have to shit. Or, have to or yeah, or what our defense is gonna do now? So now the two's gonna have to play on the three, and the one's gonna play on on the two. Yeah, it, it, yeah. And it's, 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 it's just gonna, gonna shift everything down. So we'll see how long it lasts too. Because if they're going well, it'll it'll be there. But if I, like it starts going south, I don't think they keep it going. I am excited to see that. I'm definitely gonna catch more Laker games this year. I'm making it. Who's their head coach again? Ooh. Who did they? Did they get Tyron Lue? I thought Tyron Lue left without a contract. And I know Jason Kidd's an assistant. They were talking about it on Twitter recently. Ty, I, I, I know Lue got interviewed, but I don't think he got it. Frank Vogel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we'll see. He seems like I don't know anything about this man. He just, just by looking at him, kind of lets me think that he's just going to be the the face of, of coach, but LeBron's coach. Oh, for sure, LeBron's coach. And you have Jason Kidd. As an assistant, so you're, you're set. Yeah. So he's got head coaching experience. Because he's coached the Nets and the Bucks, and mm-hmm. those are the only two he's coached. Dude, do you know who I feel bad for and I wish we'd get another coaching gig because he's probably got the bad end of the stick? Mark Jackson? Jeff Hornacek. Hmm. Explain. Hornacek was with the Suns okay. when their front office started falling apart and everything started going wrong. Yeah. And then he went to the Knicks. Carmelo years? I think towards the end, yeah. After D'Antoni or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's who they got until he just was on... Coaching really bad teams and dang, that's shitty. Damn, Jeff. Like, I like Jeff Hornacek. I like Mark Jackson. Nobody ever talks and gives him enough credit. He's he was the old Warriors coach, right? Yep. Yep. And he put together the Splash Brothers. But I don't know. I think I think they've had enough sports. Shout out to the Women's World. Yeah, we didn't bring up the Women's World Cup. Um, Hell yeah, congrats. That was great. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it while editing the last podcast episode. So Adam both going and. Great. We got to see the goals and saw some really good, good hustle. I, I saw a really awesome defensive play by one of the girls, like the Netherlands. It was just like standing there with the ball, kind of looking to see what was going on. And the U.S. girl just ran into her and like bumped her ass into her and got her away from the ball and just took it from her. I was just like, the one with that girl. Like, no, no, that was that was a few games ago. Uh, did you ever see the video of like the girl who wins a 50-50 ball 
and then turns, and our U.S. defender is just like a brick wall. Uh-huh. Bounces off of her. Yeah. Like that's that's basically uh, what the U.S. women's team does. Yeah, everybody. I've heard a few a few of the experts were like the gap's getting closer to beating the women, but there's it's still them. And then she's and their head coach is the first female head coach to win back to back World Cups. Shit. Yeah, the first and only. Yeah, like and there's only one other person that's won back to back World Cups with the same. Here's a cool stat I saw out of the. Out of eight women's World Cups, which is how many there have been, yeah, the U.S. has won four. Yeah, and they've and then they took second once. I think they took and third, third like twice, twice, and I think yeah, I think they've placed almost every time. And then they were like the men haven't done shit since like the thirties or forties when they finished like third place. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's yeah. all the men have to show. That's and it just here the women are on the biggest stage of soccer, win it. And then the men are on a mediocre state, big stage, and lose yep. to Mexico. And the men probably still got paid more than the women, so, so I get you know the equal pay. So here's my question. Okay. With the equal pay. Yeah. I I think that there needs to be more done. I think I don't. Equal pay is very hard because the. Well, a lot of the money they get is from sponsorships. Everything's from sponsorships. You know, so like I get the that. Team, they sell out like almost on every single time they play. Which Friendlies, is, you know, especially like Gold Cup qualifiers, yeah. World Cup qualifiers, you know, tournaments like that. They the men sell out, and I don't know how often the women sell out. I know they do, but yeah. if the men are bringing in. The men bring in seats. The men are bringing in the sponsorships. Like I get it. So the money's there, right? Yeah. And with the women, I think it's just been this year that they've really like consistently sold out. That I've heard of, anyways. But sponsorships are where it's at. Nike has to have paid them tons of money. Should. God, do they? The ads that they're making for them are amazing. Ah, let's see. Ads are yeah. I liked them. They were good. The Nike, like, you know, every, I don't know, people are so fucking flip-flop with Nike. Okay. It's ridiculous. So you heard about the Colin Kaepernick. Oh, of course thing. I heard about the Colin Kaepernick and Betsy Ross flag. And see, it just, I'm going to go off topic with it right now. This is what I hate about, like, today and age. It's just that, like, every executive decision, every little thing, mm-hmm. we once it's out, we get to know it immediately. Yeah. Stuff that you would have never thought of, never looked up, never gave a flying fuck about. Mm. So if Nike wouldn't have said anything about pulling those Betsy Ross flat, you know, or saying, you know, if that didn't get out, like, like, how many people would have really bought those shoes? And now we've got all these people upset over something that if you didn't know, you wouldn't be upset or go looking for it. You know what I Like, it's just... That's just what I like. Start like started this like. I call that strategic marketing. But like you know, and I get like why they took Kaepernick's side too, because it's like when they first endorsed him, their stock went up. He made them so much money. So yeah, like and like he made so much money by saying something. Yeah. So here's what I call it strategic marketing. So you tell Colin Kaepernick, we're gonna drop these shoes. We just need you to come out and say you're against them because you are. Yeah, very much so. Like, this is why. Mm-hmm. Great. Say that. We're going to release them. 
are going to talk about releasing them. So then what they do is now Colin Kaepernick says, you know, what he says about the shoes. Yeah. And then that's when, that's because that was the first time I even heard that Nike was even dropping these shoes. Yep. Me too. Like everybody, right? Yeah, exactly. So you do that, and then what do you do? You pull them. Yeah, you're right. We take Colin Kaepernick's side. Knowing that the batches of shoes that you already made for those, you've already yeah. sold. Yeah, they, yeah, I and saw things that they were going for. Like and three so grand. now these people who own them can resell them for like bidding for bids and yeah. stuff. They end up coming up like thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, it was like three grand. Was one okay? So something. they make they make money, and Nike just re releases them in like three years as like a very limited edition. Yeah. And there you go, and that's how you make money. It's crazy how that works. Like, yeah, I get. And they take the moral high ground, you know, with with backing Colin Kaepernick and his quest. Yeah. So, in the eyes of the people, you're morally right, and then the other side but, is gonna hate you. But guess what? They're still gonna buy your shoes. Yeah. But then, they're like, still gonna buy their Nike Monarchs in all white. Yeah, but like, no co- corporation around here is morally right. Like, you know, none of them. Children no. are making this shit. They've all like, I, it's like put people you know, in the ground from slave labor. Yeah, it, that's just how it works, and it's awful. But Nike, Nike doesn't care, man. They'll make money mm-hmm. either way. They make cool shit. Their ads are awesome. They back huge players. And athletes and people—they're probably just you know, like once. Like I'm—I still believe probably their biggest achievement and the most they've ever been popular was to just do it. Yeah, and they got to ride that forever. And now they're just like trying to recapture that high and like all that profit. I bet it's—I bet it's up there. But as compared to what it was back then when it first Jordan. started. Like your popularity and everything. Uh, wasn't Bo Jackson with them? Bo knows. Mm-hmm. Was he part of Nike? So it's like, it just yeah. it skyrockets. And I mean, it's still up there, but like you also now have all of this competition around you. Yeah. Under Armour, Adidas. And they back giant players as well. You know, there's options out there because there's now more giant pro- big players. Shaq even had his own just shoe. Yeah. And see, that's it, it's amazing how you can see the just the evolution, but it all stems from Nike. You know, like these players, because what up, up? They offered LeBron a million dollars. I thought it was the billion. They offered the, from his first contract. Oh, not his first one. Yeah, no, his and first then, one I heard was like ridiculously more yeah. than a million. And Reebok was like, he was gonna earn Adidas. I think it was. There was a documentary going on about like LeBron and his sneaker deal. Um, and Adidas, he was gonna sign with Adidas first, but then Nike just came out and give him a ridiculous offer and 18 years old yep i'm gonna do that i think it was 90 million i'm, I'm looking at a first contract yep so he signed a seven-year deal for 90 million dollars before he was drafted by the Cavs in 2003 before mm-hmm. drafted. before uh, and then he had his own shoe line since his rookie season, which grossed the most sales among active players at $340 million per year. Damn, per year? Per year. Yeah, so... And how long has he been in the... What is this, his 17th season? I think so. So he's been... He's got 16 seasons? Shit. Five bill? And then here's, here's the one now. In 2015, LeBron signed a lifetime endorsement deal with Nike, likely to pay him over one 
billion dollars by the time he's 64. Charles Barkley must be shaking in his suspenders. It's insane. That is so much money. Isn't Allen Iverson still getting paid from Reebok? I'm pretty certain he is. Like, good I for think, him. I think he had a lot, one of those really long contracts. Yeah, and good for Allen Iverson. He is fucking love it. Allen Iverson around here. I brought him up today at work because we were talking about Russell Westbrook going to Utah as a possibility. <laughs> and I was like, dude, the fans in Utah hate Russell Westbrook, and he hates them. But then I was like, you know, it's like, why even interact with players? I'm like, for real. And I was like, I've seen one of, like, Allen Iverson just out of game, not playing. This is just like, you know, like a few years ago. And, like, someone was like, hey, I, can I get a pick? And he was like, Yo, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> yells it across the, like, court and shit. Like, uh, damn. Awesome. Hey, you got to mess with Allen Iverson. You don't want that shit. That's, that's, that's the world of sports here. Yeah. Great shit. Good shit. I actually have a little funny, funny, but like surprising? Not surprising? I don't know. So, if it'll load. So, this is what the headline reads. This is from the Salt Lake Tribune. Popular Utah beer is rejected in North Carolina because it has the word polygamy in its name. Polygamy Porter? Yes, sir. Oh, and North Carolina won't sell it? Is that what? They won't sell it. It was rejected rejected in mid-June because the name and the label promote an unlawful activity. Polygamy is illegal, therefore these products will not be approved, <laughs> says the rejection letter that was sent to the Utah Brewers Cooperative. So yeah. And uh, this, is, this beer is made in... Uh, Provo? In Salt Lake, yeah. It's a uh, Wasatch Brewery. Wasatch Brewery. Yeah. Oh, they now make polygamy porter. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're... Uh, I remember being younger and always seeing yeah, the polygamy porter and it showed like a guy with like three or four wives. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Um, yeah, what do you think about North that? Carolina's weird. North Carolina is weird. Like, is they, that... breed, they breed really good basketball players. <laughs> and Oops. like, a few years ago they got into heat because they were like one of the first ones to do like the transgender ban on bathrooms or shit like that. What? Like, if, you know, like, because they were like... That yeah, like the train, you know, like you had to use the bathroom of your original sex or something like that. Mm. Like, or like they wouldn't like allow. Yeah, let me see. Like, who bring it up? But then you got Jay Cole, who's came out of North Carolina. Oh, so I'm like, uh, got some good things. We got to bring like our podcast episodes. Mm-hmm are like Quentin Tarantino films, which they're all connected, and it's just basically us talking about J. Cole. We <laughs> <laughs> every fucking episode. <laughs> we, we definitely do. Everybody's like, God, here they go. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, no, 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 that was it. That was it. Yep. Nope. I just spent all that dream bullshit, so I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, shit, that shit happened. And... Okay, I'm not going to defend that. Now. Bathroom bill is the common name for a legislation or a statute that defines to access to public toilets by gender or transgender individuals. Mm. Their sex is signed by birth. Their sex is listed on their birth certificate. So to overcome the controversy, a lot of places start coming out with unisex public toilets. And you hear everything. So that's going on. Wow. (laughs) I've been hearing that a lot lately. Yeah, for real. 
crazy story about AirPods? Proponents say such legislation is necessary to maintain privacy, protect what they claim to be an innate sense of modesty held by most cisgender people, prevent voyeurism, assault, molestation, and rape, and retain psychological comfort. They think is what would happen if they allowed people, you know, people who have gone through a sex change or gone through, you know, transitioning that they are going to molest or rape you in a bathroom. Because that's, I remember always hearing that argument about like, you know, like, what if my kid, you know, like, do you want your kid alone in a bathroom? I'm like, if you're really that fucking worried, go in the bathroom with them. If you're that fucking worried, stay home. I do. I just. Like, fuck. I like, that's just so, such a close-minded argument. Yeah, because this came out in 2016, and I remember I made a dumb tweet about it. I was like, sweet, my dumb idea I came up with, drunk's going to work with me <laughs> making diapers and vending machines. I'm going to put them in high schools everywhere. Perfect. Oh, shit. So I remember, you know, so North Carolina not wanting to sell polygamy like polygamy it's just course. weird like what they decide like what they pick and choose from like states are fucking weird people are weird i fucking hate it yeah people are weird not to say i'm not weird and people probably hate me which you're fine allowed you're allowed to do that but at the same time like i'm gonna just it. i'm gonna dish it right back yeah, everybody's because weird everybody's a lot of people thing. a lot of people have it does have it coming and deserve it yep. especially if you're being i don't know weird like that fuck that like I just, it's beer, yo. Like what? Just because of the name of the beer. Just because of the name and because of the label. And the label, like, I just. Like, what is allowed there then? Like, hate Jews beer. Like, is that allowed there? I mean, how far south is that? Is that like North Carolina? Like fucking cousins. It's it's one of the thirteen colonies. It's so like I mean, but it's the north of the of the Carolinas. So right. I mean, there's shit below it. So I can't imagine that they're fucking their cousins out there. Uh, they might be. Not. I don't know. People are probably fucking their cousins everywhere. I mean, people are probably fucking next door and their cousins. Who knows? It's around, dude. Are they? Some people you don't know because. If you're on Tinder a lot, so there's a chance you might fuck your cousin. Dude. That's why you need to get... I'm going to try and get on Tinder and Ancestry.com to mesh together. <laughs> so you don't fuck your cousin. <laughs> yeah, I met this girl on, on Tinder, but I have to make sure she wasn't related to me. Ancestry.com. <laughs> oh my god. I've, I've actually dated a girl who's kissed... And dated her her first cousin or her like second cousin, sorry. And she's like, yeah, it was weird because like I went to like a a family reunion and he was there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that, I'm like, well, all right. Getting strong feelings at a family reunion for all the wrong reasons. God, I, I that's a good on, episode title right there. Oh my god. I don't know. She didn't tell me anything after that, so I don't know if like they ended up just like making out or they just broke up there. She never told me anything about it. All I knew is that was, that, was, that happened. And my cousin jerks me off under yeah. the picnic table. <laughs> and I was like, "Look, In this can't happen table. again." <laughs> last time. Fuck that over <laughs> So that happened. Anyways, did you want to bring up uh, uh, John Goblicon? Yes. The greatest interviewer alive. The man who we base our entire podcast format off of. Dude. We do it for you. 
John Goblin Con. God bless. So, last week, I got Alfredo hooked onto this guy, or this goblin, that I watched. So there's a band called Necro Goblicon, and they've got a little gimmick mascot, and it's a goblin. And they let the guy interview music people, like interview people. First it started with musicians, but then he's kind of now working. He's interviewed a porn star, he's interviewed a DJ, a comedian. A podcaster. And Bobby Lee. Oh yeah, Bobby. Well, he's the comedian, too. Podcaster. Yeah. See, I've known Bobby. I've... I only know Bobby Lee from Mad TV. See, that's where I first started getting yeah. on Bobby Lee. And then I remember like seeing him like do like tiny like role things. Like he did a... He's in Harold and Kumar. A fresh yeah. one. He's in a couple little movies like yeah, that. Doing the little Asian role. He was in uh, one of Eminem's music videos. I think I met him once. <laughs> really? Yeah really really like drunk and he was really really drunk and I was like with my boy and I was like bro Dwayne that's fucking Bobby Lee he's like I don't know who that is I was like I know who that is so like I kind of like you know waited and I was like damn you know it's getting late I gotta say what's up I don't know if it's him he hasn't walked this way I haven't been able to like really be able to see him so I don't know I'm gonna go for it I'm drunk it's kind of crowded, so I'm kind of like stumbling over there, and I'm like, you're Bobby Lee. I'm drunk, so it probably came out like, Bobby Lee! Bobby Lee, bro! Like, what's up, bro? And, oh, man. I don't know what he, like, how he said, but he's like, fucking Bobby Lee. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was because he was, like, mumbling or, like, slurring, or I was just drunk and I don't remember but next thing, I, next thing I know is I'm like, dude, no, Bobby Lee. Because I, I didn't think he heard me. So I'm like, you're Bobby Lee. And he was just like, you get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, man. And I just like walked out of there. I was like, all right, I'm going, going back over here. So to this day, I think I might have maybe met Bobby Lee. Because I swear to God, from what I remember in like my drunken like, state, it looked like Bobby fucking Lee. And he's probably just some, like, fat, like, tubby Asian dude who I just totally, like, stereotype. <laughs> just stereotype. Just, he, he was like, this racist motherfucker. Racist I, brown guy. I thought I was Bobby Lee. And I was like, who the fuck is who Bobby, Bobby Lee? Lee? I hope somewhere, like, his buddies are like, hey, yo, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you kind of do look like Bobby Lee. He's fucking Bobby Lee stumped tub on the movie. I want my share, bro. If you ever make it, it's that. <laughs> it's like, I put you onto that shit. I remember when I was going to do an open mic in Denver. We were waiting at the bar, me and my buddy. We're just sitting there, and another guy's just sitting there chilling. And the guy like, leads to my buddy. He's like, hey, so uh, has anyone ever told you you look like Mac from It's Always Sunny? He's like, no. And, and then like I heard him talking. I'm like, you do look like him. I was like, why did I fucking think of that? Like Mac. He went to he went to a comic like the first time he went to a open mic with me. He doesn't do comedy. He's just there to support and just went to hang out and drink. And it was like one of the I think it was the last comedian was there and like looked at him and he was just like, you look like Thor's shitty body like double. 
because he's like you go kind of all buff and he's got the long hair, but it's brown and black. It's black, so they're like you're like opposite Thor and shitty. Opposite Bizarro Thor. Yeah. But oh, we were talking about John Goblucon too. Yes. Like, so people go onto YouTube and type in John Goblucon or Necro Goblucon. And also put right now, because that's what the show is called. Right now. Right now. He's had the used on there. That one's a great, like every episode, like I honestly don't know if it's already planned what they're going to do or if they let the artists or the guests know anything that's going on with the show or if they just throw them in there. A lot of the time it seems like they just do because they don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, Yeah. And he's like, just right now. Are we talking about that right now? <laughs> right now. Like, he's got a t-shirt, I want to get it. Jerry. Like oh, and Jerry. Jerry's assistant's God, hilarious. God that Jerry. poor guy. Just getting yelled at. Jerry. And I do that voice because that's kind of what he like. Jerry! Jerry! <laughs> yeah, like, he kinda, he's got a high-pitched voice. He's green. He's yeah, a goblin. He's a goblin. He has a... But it's my sense of humor for sure, so I love Southwest it. West egg rolls. Yeah, he loves chilies. Loves the, loves the restaurant Chili's. He's got a book out too, or it's coming out. How to live your best life. I, I need, I need that. I think I need to know. I get a, I can find a video. There's a video of him like through like a like, I think it's called like Metal Sucks, or whatever. And he's doing like his favorite heavy metal band T-shirts, and it's like not heavy metal. Like some of them are. Like he did like Blink One Eighty Two, was one of them. I think he does like Slipknot and like just makes fun of like things like like what's with the masks guys what's with the gimmick like just play the fucking music and doing all that kind of shit and like pulls out the Necrogoblin and likes it but I think he's like oh no we gotta keep the tags he's like I'm not keeping this shit he's just so funny I wanna I wanna use this oh what kind of iPhone do you have oh I have the iPhone seven what's next iPhone eight it's something's gonna fucking break. <laughs> iPhone 10 joke, God. The iPhone joke is the best. And you guys are probably like, "What the fuck was that?" That's that's from it. That's from him. Like, next thing you know, if you watch it in a few days, you're gonna be with your buddies and be just like, "What's next?" iPhone 10. <laughs> and just and just see who can go the longest without fucking laughing. Because oh man, it's great. It's great. So check that out on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, there was something else I wanted to talk about. I should have just written it down. God damn it. OJ back at it on Twitter again, I saw. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. He's golfing again. He's killing it. And it was for his 33rd annual 39th birthday. God damn it, dude. OJ. OJ. I just... He's, he's an odd one. And then he called, he called out Kaepernick. What'd he say? Like, he kind of was just like, I don't think it's racist at all or anything. I think it's about the founding of a great nation now. That kind of shit. And it's just uh, it's just so ridiculous how it starts, too. Because it starts with him after his swing and being like, oh, yeah. Oh, hey, that Twitter world. Like, so basically, smooth. like, you thinking, like, he's so, like, fly. Like, like, dude, you didn't have to act like you're hitting a fucking... Like, Trump doesn't even do that shit. I've never seen a photo of him actually swinging. I just see him in the golf cart. Trump is all I ever see of him, for real. Yeah, that's true. 
or like him like crawling around trying to get to a ball or some shit like so let's see so he's already swung Fuck you! <laughs> oh my god! Huh! Beautiful! Hole in one! <laughs> oh, hey there, Twitter world! Like, I thought, like, get the fuck out of here with that. God, stop. Yeah. Oh my god, you wanted to talk about the, the man who's losing his mind. At the, oh, uh, the bagel shop, the dude? bagel shop. Was he Einstein's? I don't know. I want to know what city he was in, too. I don't even know anything about it. So I have the video. The video is great. If you look up Five Foot Men in Bagel Shop. It's up like this. He's looking up at this man. I know, that's the greatest. He's like, he has to look up and... All up in his mug. In his chest. This big dude just comes and just drops him. I just wanted bagels. I just wanted bagels. I just wanted bagels. Bagels. Uh, you got bagels and a show. Like, what's what's wrong with that? That's a win-win for everybody in there. You got a good laugh for a second because afterwards, you know, they were like, "Dude, that guy got wrecked." But dude, at the same time, did you see the Disneyland fight video? No. Oh my god, the Disneyland fight video. Did you not hear about that I one? I didn't even hear about what? it. Dude. This happened on like I think Saturday, Sunday. Maybe maybe Disneyland even. fight. Dude, okay. and it's. It's like two minutes. It's like oh, dude, I saw an eleven-minute video. Oh shit! So they might show you highlights. Oh, dude, yeah, he, the, uh, dude, the guy beats the fuck. I think two guys swing on girls in Toontown. Yeah. Oh, see, yeah, this is the end of it. This it gets way worse than what you have. But like, yeah, like even the granny gets off of her scooter, like trucks it into people. Jesus. Oh my God! There's a list. fast forward. There's a woman on the floor. What happened? Oh, the Oh yeah, the. That's the mama got knocked down in there. Damn. Oh, wait. Oh, just wait. This is a Chris Brown moment. So the man walks up to the, to the woman, to the old woman. He smacks the hell out of this other girl. Oh, my God. And people kind of step in. And, like, someone was like, there's kids around. He's like, I don't give a fuck about those kids. <laughs> he said, fuck them kids. For real. video damn oh and it's yeah like i saw one where it was like i don't i think it was another lady like went in to stop or like do something and he just started smacking on her so a guy stepped in and then he just started pummeling him and then like three or four guys had to tackle that guy in the red shirt wow and that red guy that guy in that red shirt like looking like buster rhymes unfortunately yeah like, <laughs> like god damn it i'm sorry buster but <laughs> But you know when I'm in the Disneyland, but some round kind you know, I just turn it up. Oh man. Yeah, I yeah, I saw that one, and there's like yeah, there's like an 11 minute video of it. 11 fucking minutes. 
You, I, that was the first one I saw was two minutes, and then I found another one that was 11 minutes. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, oh, speaking of Disney, did you see that that, uh, that kid died? That oh, yeah, the, the Cameron, Cameron Boyce? Never heard of him. Don't Never heard of anything he's in or anything like that, but... I only knew him because my brother watches watched the uh, like Disney Channel, so I've seen yeah. him before. But yeah, it's, man, twenty years old. Man. Yeah, you know, died in his sleep. Like had a really had like a crazy like medical issue. I can't exactly remember, but I remember reading it. Yeah, like he had a like a he like slipped. I don't know if he just slipped into a coma or had like a seizure or something like that. Damn. But something. Yeah, he had a medical thing pop up and just that's. Like, man, that's you know, that's tough. That sucks, man. Rest in peace. Pretty young, you know. Well, and then, but at the same, like, it's crazy for Disney that it's a medical. Usually, when it's a Disney star, it's overdosing. Yeah, it's something. Just, it's something that you know people like look down upon usually, or be like, oh. Um, but bring. I was always wanted to bringing up your uh, little brother. There's a show that he would probably like. He might have even seen. Dude, I've been I've been watching season three of it because that's all that's on Netflix. Oh. But it's called We Bear Bears. And it's about three bears that live in a cave in San Francisco. And then just them getting through shenanigans. Like each episode's like 11 minutes long. It's on Cartoon Network. Okay. But uh, season three's on Netflix. I'll check it. I'll check it. And dude, sure there's, like it. there's like 50 episodes. Oh, damn. Through season three. Yeah, like I think 55. I'm in, I'm at like 40 or something. Like I want, me and my girlfriend watch like three or four or nine. Uh, I always like to show um, on Cartoon Network called uh, The Regular Show. That's kind of like just this cartoon, but there's a lot of like adult humor yeah. in there. Well, there and there is kind of an adult humor in this, but not like really like as an intense or anything. Like if that, but like and it's kind of a it's like an Adventure Time type. Okay. Like I get that kind of feel from it. There was one episode that they kind of just straight up were like kind of more anime, but it's yeah. There's a grizzly bear, a panda bear, and a polar bear. I'm checking. And they all three. Um, the cool. polar bear is a comedian, Dimitri Martin. It's voiced by Dimitri Martin. Like, it's got cool people that do it. Um, they're friends with, uh, basically, Bigfoot, basically, a Sasquatch, mm. and that's Jason Lee, who was Earl. Oh, really? From the show My Name is Earl. Yeah. So he's in it. Patton Oswalt's in it. He oh, plays yeah, a koala, no. a koala bear. Nice. Ron Funches was in an episode. Literally just played himself, like, back when he was a big guy. Like, huh. literally just played, like, him just being a happy, friendly man. Okay. I just need a rat. And so, yeah, we just got picked up on. Like, I was, we were just looking through Netflix, and I was like, maybe this show. Like, I was like, it's about three bears. Like, let's give it a shot. And Great. We're, it's really funny. But yeah, because, uh, like, the kind of, like, adult thing, like, Ice Bear loves to, like, he's, like, got this weird, like, ninja-style back life, but, like, he, like, loves to, like, have an axe and chop shit. Mm-hmm. And stuff, but like when he's a, like a kid, like he doesn't talk, and like they get a hundred dollar bill, and they're trying to decide what to buy it on, and he sees knives, and he just starts doing a chopping hand, like he's just weird. He's very like doesn't talk a lot. Just ice bear, just very cold and calm. Like it's it's weird, but like in an episode, they're helping this girl win a new truck. Okay. And so it's like a dancing contest. So she's a terrible dancer though. So they still dance and do well. But they damage so much stuff that they end up having to get the truck up to pay for all the damages they did. Okay. So they're sitting there at the end, and like it's just one with the panda and the girl, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry you couldn't get it. Like, oh, but we danced and it was fun. And then here comes Ice Bear and the Grizz in the truck. Get in. It's like, uh, isn't this the truck that we had to give them? And they like look at each other in the car. 
get in. And that's how the episode, I'm like, dude, they just did a GTA! A GTA. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like the subtle... Like, like, I'm like, what the fuck? This is a kid's show, and you just showed I, like, I'm stealing a fucking truck, and... So... Wow. In one episode, because they they're friends with this girl, and she's a prodigy. She's like 10 years old and in college. So she fails one of her tests, so she's like going to talk to him to take it over again. So the bears help out and end up tying him up and kidnapping him, basically. Oh, shit. And Did they like, pistol whip him? <laughs> no, they just tie him up, and then they're like, oh, and like he's a professor, so he's smart, so he tricks one of them into trying to convince him, like, because like, he's like, I'm going to turn you all in. But he's like, if you let me go, I'll say you saved me. And so, like, one of them tries to, so they tie up one bear, like, you know, and end up so at the end, too. yeah. Like, she can't, you know, trust anyone. And uh, and ends up, like, he's like, all right, like, I'll let you do the test again. But if you don't, call him cops. And then she passes, and he just gets up from the chair by himself on ties. And they're like, what? You were free this whole time? And he's just like, this isn't the first time someone's tried to retake a test with me. Oh shit! Like, but it's the first time someone passed, and it, the guy they got to do that, they've got they get some cool vo- like people to do voices like for like just like a special character that shows up like once or twice in the whole season or even once, and they got for that guy it's uh he was in a Clockwork Orange, the original movie. That's all like I really know him from. Okay. So he's like, a, but he's been in a lot of stuff, but he's you know got a unique British voice. Like, do you remember those commercials a few years ago for like I think T-Mobile or Sprint? The cell phone commercials where it was James Earl Jones and a and this guy, a white guy talking like talking the text back and forth. I, or, like, I do you remember know? those. Yeah. Yeah, it's that guy. The white guy. Yeah. Like I remember the one text like, "What do you do tonight?" Oh, nothing. I, but I might do something. Well, hit me up if you do. I might do it. Or not. But I might. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. I know that guy's face. I, I like. Yeah, and your voice is what gets me. I'm like, where the fuck it's do like I know very this proper voice? Because I've, you know, seen. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. That style. And I was like, hey, he's in a Clockwork Orange. I'm like, oh, okay, that explains it. That's a that's a strange movie and a book. Seventy one, bro. It's a strange book as well. It's a very tough book to read. Malcolm McDowell. Malcolm, yep. Good actor. That's him. Yep, there he is. And then. Yep, that's him exactly. Isn't um, Halloween? Is he in that? Isn't he the therapist? Oh, maybe. Damn, he's my Like with that glasses and everything, like the Rob Zombie remake one. Yep, 2007. Yep. Boom. Yep. Um, yes, Michael. I remember him saying it like that. And uh, Danny Trail. Danny. He's the only one good to you, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in a bunch of movies. Um, yeah, when you've been when Clockwork Orange came out in '71, and you're still doing shit. Yeah, like, yeah you could good. have a giant IMDb. It is. It is just that. I am D B B W. B B W. I'm gonna fucking tweet that because I'm dumb. I hope to get so famous one day. My IMDb page is so big, it's IMDbbw. Air horns. Shit. Speaking of shit on um, uh, like Netflix and stuff, I'm, I've just finished the show um, on Hulu called Please Like Me. It's about a. It's an Australian show about a a homosexual male who's just trying to like who's just going through life and there's only four seasons mm. 10 episodes each except for season four there's six 
but it's really good. And hmm. my favorite thing about it is how how real it is. It doesn't feel like scripted at all, nor does it feel like reality oh, cool. TV. It's like it's it's a show, it's a sitcom, but huh. it's very like well written to where it doesn't everything just kind of feels very natural. Cool. It's pretty cool. I've, I've been thinking about buying Hulu and dropping my um, satellite. You can do the live TV got, on there. Yeah, because I've got Netflix. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, I was like, well, I might as well just get Hulu as well mm-hmm. and then just have the two and pay nowhere near as much as I'm paying and still be able. Because if you can do live TV, so you can get sports and stuff on yep. it, right? Oh, dope. Yep. And it's sold. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the biggest thing. And I think it's just, I think, like, 20 bucks more. Okay. And you can, like, choose to get, like, the no commercials either. Oh, dope. Yeah. Wiggity, so, wiggity, wiggity, Yeah, so, I mean, Hulu, Hulu has I'll to set that up. up. Yeah, I got to cancel. And you get a free Spotify, too. Huh. Yeah. I don't know. I've been kind of, like, back and forth with Spotify. Yeah. Because I'm just, like... Up on Apple Music. Well, like, well, just, yeah, because I hear about how much they, like, supposedly don't pay the artist for every stream. Yeah. And we're all about supporting the artist. Yeah, and I really am. Like, I'd rather, like, I don't like when corporations try to get that. But that's why I also don't pay for my Spotify. I have the free Spotify. And I get, and I listen to bullshit ads all the fucking time. Yeah. But... I like Apple Music. I I just, I just, the, the makes, interface is just yeah. easier to work. and that's like what ten bucks a month, yeah, or something. That's that's really about, and you can get any music that as long as it's on the Apple Music, you can just get whatever. Which the is fuck like, you want. which is almost everything. Everything, yeah. So I mean, um, it is worth it for you know music. Yeah, and then do I'll send you fucking cool music all the time. Like, you check this one out. And we send each other music back and forth a lot. Between you two, so yeah, imagine. I think that's because a lot with like you know because. I don't know, when I first met you and stuff, I just felt like you were kind of, like, into, like, you know, like, me being a stereotypical guy, just hip-hop yeah. and everything like that. And But then, like, you know, I think, like, one day we were, like, I was, like, talking about Portugal the Man, and you were like, oh, yeah, like, the new album. And I was like, okay, like, and then you were telling me about listening to Alternate J. Yep. So I was like, okay, like, so you, you, you I was like, I dive in. You, you, you do dive in. You are very wide with your music, and so, you know, shame on me for not thinking that. <laughs> or anything, but I don't, okay. you know, I wasn't ever, you know, like, being I, ridiculously, like, rude or ridiculed, you know, anything. I was yeah. just like, oh, like. At least he thought about it, because yeah. people just say it a lot of time. Like, oh, yeah, dude, you, like, you know rap. You like, know rap. I, I know rap, yeah, I guess, but, like, who's your favorite artist? You want to really get ridiculous, like, oh, yeah, you mariachi? Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah. The third trumpet? Panda, dude. Yeah, just, I love that third trumpet, bro. And the accordions <laughs> were really, you know, that's the one. Yeah, I remember, like, uh, when visiting my grandma in San Mateo, California, mm-hmm. and every time and she would go like once a week or you know every so often to this Mexican restaurant that was like really nice and everything, and they knew her there, and they would have like a live mariachi band like every night, like yeah. So I was like that, like I that's how you know it's funny. Like, I went yeah. to a restaurant in Palm Springs um, that was like that too. Like you just sat in this like courtyard, and like they're just like this this mariachi band would play. Yeah, like, and if it was cool. anybody's birthday, obviously they would sing it. Oh yeah. No, but yeah, I was yeah. That's my guess though. This is like it's dope. Like, it's like that's yeah. that's a legit Mexican restaurant. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, did you you did you see that like the that big um, hip hop festival that's coming to Vegas? Yes, actually, it's like a day. A day it's three days. days. No, oh, like the, it's called oh. like a day in Vegas or some bullshit like that. Something Vegas. But J Cole is gonna be there. Dreamville is gonna be Dreamville is gonna be there. Which is awesome, and uh, this is another. Or, or, okay, so J Cole's gonna be there. We'll establish that. We won't go any. Day in Vegas, yeah. Well, yeah. So 
the first day, Friday, the ones that I was looking at that I would then really want to see was Boz, mm-hmm. Earth Gang. Yep. Uh, Dreamville. Wop Dad. Yeah, like it's all Dreamville. J.I.D. Yep. We're stoked to see Dream, Dreamville. Denzel Curry. Denzel Curry's going to be there. And then Jake Holt was the headliner that night. So I was like, that's dope. That Sunday has a sick lineup too. So Saturday, I was like, I would, I don't care to go. Because it's the got, day. it's got, well, it's got like a boogie with a hoodie. That would be Little Nas X. That'd be cool. Da Baby. Keep though. Blue Face. Um, Little Baby, uh, 21 Savage, Migos, and Travis Scott's headline. Okay, so that's not, but, but that's honestly, not, that's not the hip hop like. That's trap. That's like a trap day, you know. And, but I, out of all of them, like 21 would be dope, but it's like, am I going to stay there all day to go just see 21? Yeah. 21, 21. I'd go see a few of those guys. Well, like, uh, you know, but I'm like, okay. But then Sunday. Sunday's where I, what I would be. I'm pretty stoked. So on Sunday, I would be. It's all towards the end, like Ski Mask, The Slump God. He's dope. Uh, J Rock wouldn't be bad. Flash Push, Zombies would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Schoolboy Q. Yup. Tyler the Creator. Yup. Kendrick Lamar. Yup. Those guys right there. Dude, do you know how dope it would be if, like, during, like, J. Cole's. He brings out Kendrick. Or maybe during J. Cole's, like, he brings out some people and does some Dreamville, and they do Under the Sun, and Kendrick comes out and does the chorus. And you got the baby's going to be this. He come out and do that Monday. Yeah, okay, the baby's. The verse? Damn. Yeah, the baby, the yeah, like, they're all, yeah, so it's like. That, I want to go to that. November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Las Vegas Festival. Is that a weekend? I feel like it's got to be I think a, it's weekend. a weekend. Yeah, because it's like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Duh. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I, I would love to go do that. Yeah, that'd be sick. We should look into that. For real. We're, I would, we're uh, from Utah on the road. Yeah, yeah, we'll fucking do it like we always talked about. Yeah, like that would be... We'll on, record. On the road, too. Speaking of, um, So I'm doing my uh, featured set at Noreen's Lounge July 28th, so that's in like two weeks. Yes. I think I've got... So I'm, I'm really excited for that, but I'm going to go and head down early and because before every... Because the host of that open mic is Garrett Hall. Shout out to Garrett. He's been awesome. Um, show. If you want to listen, I don't, some people want to listen to more sports of a podcast. Um, his is more focused on just like uh, basketball right now. Um, but he he dives into UFC. He's a big UFC guy. So if you want to live, watch UFC, like especially this weekend with the fastest the, knockout, he just need more Masvidal. So we'll get, we'll jump into that for a moment. Um, it's hometown heater is what it's called. It's on Audio Bloom Facebook. Go check it out. But I'm going to be doing the episode with him because he usually doesn't before the open mic. So I was like. If you, because he's like, I want to kind of dive out more out of sports too. He's like, I just like talking to people about interest, like what they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So I was like, dude, like I'll come up and do an episode. And I was like, we can just bullshit. I was like, we can bring up sports, we can bring up comedy. Yeah. You know, we can bring up like our, you know, like just bullshit with each other. I was like, you know, we both live. Like we can talk about gym shit. I was like, you know, he's like, I'm totally down. So I'm like, hell yeah. So I'm gonna be doing that. But yeah, that that UFC fight, that Ma- Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Just runs out and knees the guy as the guy's trying to come in for a takedown to tackle him. No, so just out. perfect contact, fastest knockout, five seconds. And everyone's saying it was literally two, but it takes the rep to get over there and to wave him off and everything like that. And the guy that um, it was Ben Askren, I do believe was his name, and he was 19 and 0. He was undefeated and loses and and then gets the fastest knockout like to him. But I heard he was talking a lot of smack beforehand. Because then after, they were talking to Jorge, and I loved his press conference because he was just like, people were like, well, a lot of people were saying you were 
your celebration act, it was a little much. He's like, so this guy can say whatever he wants on the internet about my religion, ethnicity, my wife, my kids. He can bring up whatever he wants, talks all this smack. Mm-hmm. But then I finally go in there and I win, and I can't, I can't showboat a little bit. And it's ridiculous. He's like, I gotta be miss me with that. You know, he's like, I gotta do this so like when I knock him out, he'd be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't talk shit because these bad motherfuckers are gonna come out and get me. I loved it. And then I loved his Joe Rogan interview immediately after because he was like, what made you go with the knee at the beginning? Because he's a bum. Because he's a bum. And then was also just like, hey, like, I was like, he's like, you don't like coworkers sometimes. He's like, I don't like him. This ain't over. He's a bum. He's like, if I see you at Whole Foods, I'm going to smack you up. You bum. And I'm like, God. God damn. Like, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, you won. You back it up. Like, talk it. Like, I'm all for it, dude. Like, I've never heard of this guy before. But he's gonna hit on. Oh, yeah. What are you gonna do about it? Like, I'm, well, he's backing it up, and he's like bringing honest. He's like, Check he's talking fucking shit. knees again. Dude. Well, it, it, yeah. it reminds me of. Uh, I remember playing. I think UFC two was the one I had mm-hmm. from PS three, and it was back when my buddy Adam lived with me. And so all the time, that's all we would do: just UFC fight, playing yeah. each other. And then we were doing one match, and it was I was Anderson the Spider Silva. He was the Iceman Chuck Liddell. Mm. And I went to do a uh, like a foot kick. Like, this is Sparta, basically. But when I went to do it, he dived in for a takedown with Liddell. So it, it literally was the same thing. He dived into my knee and knocked out. Total knockout, like, immediately. And we were both like, what the fuck is that? So we watched the replay. I'm like, dude, he went into that. And I was like, I wasn't I was like, I was trying to do a full leg extension kick, but you dived and hit my knee. You're going to get and a it foot was, to the face. And it literally was like so real. And it just dunked and he knocked him out. And I was like. That was it. So that's what that, that fight reminded me of. Because wow. I was just like, my UFC battle against Adam. Like, that was the, one of the ones I remember just being like, what the hell? I don't think I would ever be able to take a knee to the face and be like... Absolutely not. Okay, ever. I, I've taken a knee to the ear before, like, in playing basketball. I've been going after the ball, and it, I remember it killed. Dude, like, just okay. two knees. Especially when it's, like, it's one thing when it's on accident. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you, uh, oh yeah. but if it was intentional? Like, fool running at you. Fool running to, at like, you. put his knees in your face. Yeah, like, oh my god, I do. I just it's not really or, or an elbow. An elbow. Elbows are tough too, man. Yeah, and that happens in soccer. Yeah, you. But it's like, in, you know, you popped up. It's oh, accidental. Yeah. A lot of the time. Oh yeah, because I remember a few weeks ago, this one with Jamil was playing. Took one of the face. And me and him were both running for a ball, and I just, you know, trying to post up and stuff, and I just remember like feeling him coming, and I, I kind of backed off though. And I was like, oh, dude, are you all right? He's like, I barely even felt that. I'm like, okay, because I felt it, but I was like, I pulled away, too. Because oh. I was like, I didn't want to fucking just clock you. I'm like, that's yeah. not how I play. Like, I'll back off. Like, it's not, it ain't worth it to be playing this kind of ball, you know, trying to have fun and just clock you when I can just, just take it. You when I can win the ball, ball, yeah. Win the ball the next time. Like, I'm not going to do that to you. Dude, but, like, but, yeah, like, it was, yeah, so listen to Garrett's if you want more UFC. Like, I I'm not a big fan into it, but like, yeah. you know, watching it because like John Jones was the big headliner too, and I'm not a big fan of his because he's just had so many of the failed tests and stuff, and he just can't keep it straight. And I don't see why he keeps getting shots. But uh, I read actually the person he faced, Thiago Santos, I do believe was his name. 
tore his in his right knee during the match, first round, tore his ACL, MCL, PCL, and his meniscus. God damn. And the fight went all five rounds. Each round's five minutes long. So he went an additional 20 minutes on that. And then he said he didn't, like, people didn't notice anything until the fourth and fifth round. And they could see him, like, kind of nursing that side and not allowing it. And because he was doing that and probably overcompensating, he slightly tore his right knee as well. But they didn't specify, like, what he tore in it. Yeah. But still, you tore your knee and continued fighting and battling. That's negotiation. And judges, it went because it went to the judges. And he, yeah, he lost. John Jones won. But they were like, a judge gave him round four. He won a round while with a tour foot. And it was also the first time John Jones, I was reading, has ever lost a round on a judge's scorecard. Wow. So, I mean, John Jones is an impressive fighter. They're saying he's one of the greatest, you know, pound for pound, but he's just had all these problems. So I'm like, you know, some people are, it's, you know, I just see them getting special treatment and stuff. But, like, right. you know, so it's like he got to compete against John Jones and kept fighting. So they're like, he's probably done for the year. I'm like, dude, you're probably done for a, a maybe a career. I would hope not, but, like, a year or, you know, like, a year and a half. Like, you're not coming back until maybe 2021. That's on some shit, dude. You tear, like, how, you tear your knee. That's, you know, the adrenaline going through you, too. I, you have to know you did something to it. My buddy, I remember he said um, he was in eighth grade and he tore his ACL playing football. He tore it and then like got up and like ran to the sideline and he could just all he said it felt like was he could just feel the bones just rubbing against each other, like it wasn't giving out or anything. But he tore it. But it, he was like, that's all I felt was when I was rubbing like my knee, like the bones just right there were just rubbing against each other. There wasn't anything there. Wow. And so that's what he felt. I'm like, huh, that's great. But that's scary. You know, yeah, I do. Got knee injuries. Holy shit. Knee injuries terrify me. Me too. Me too. My 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 worst, like my nightmare injury is my Achilles and my ACL. Yeah. Or yeah. I think my knee more or is is just a lot worse. But at the same time, you know, I've just always had bad ankles. I've never had any good luck with my ankles. I've always like kind of twisted and rolled them, but nothing too intense. No it's, pop outs, right? And, and it's always been like, like not only just like ankle rolls, but like sometimes it'll be like, you know, bottom of my shin that swells mm-hmm. into my ankles. Like just random Jesus. shit will happen like that, dude. Like I've taken, I've fucking gone like this 50-50 on a ball and like had my leg yeah. crossed with somebody, and dude, my whole like sock line. Purple. Ugh. Yeah. Jesus. Soccer. But yeah, ankle and knee injuries are, are nightmare injuries. And I, nope, don't wish that on anybody. I want you to be able to walk. And I think we're going to end. Totally. Yeah. Fuck. Okay, on, on knee injuries. Knee injuries. That's oh. when you know we've got that like We're done. That's a rabbit hole. <laughs> but, but, uh, hey, we, we made it through another one. Another one. We another did it. One. We did it. What it do, baby? Number 11. I mean, Coming up with the gospel as we do it, and it's pumping them out, pumping it out for everyone. Um, like you said at the beginning, for everyone from the beginning to thank now, you. thank you for listening. If you re-listen to them, thank you. Like, Fuck. do you like enjoy listening to yeah. us like that? Thank you. Thank you. 
This is so much fun to do. Yeah, I love just coming and being able to do this. That would be bullshit. And if you fucking liked, uh, if, if you liked having somebody on as like a third person, just like every now and again, let us know. We, yeah. We're always open to suggestions. Yeah, we want and, people on and stuff. And like, I think that brings a new dynamic and can make each yeah. episode like a little special or unique. And, you know, because it's always good to have an extra person yeah. to bring up different views and ideas and so maybe something we didn't think of before. Okay. bring it up because why not bring it let us know and if you want to be on it fucking let us know and if you we'll hold auditions what do you think you should be on board from youtube i'm not sad <laughs> if it just fits in your schedule like hey yeah you make it happen like, you know but we'll do it man yeah um, yeah for real let so, us know follow us on social media we're from utah pod on instagram uh twitter we're we're from utah you still working on getting the facebook god damn it yeah you said you were going to do a yeah. last episode at the, at the end of the episode which meant sunday yeah. And then, yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah, hey, thank you that. guys for listening. Thanks I will again. get this shit up. Um, as always, thanks for listening and uh, stay you tarted. Stay you tarted.